from the fabulous and famous Fitzpatrick's Castle Hotel in Dublin, Ireland. You're listening to the award-winning What's the Story podcast. Now, here's your hosts, Danny Murray and Graham Merrow Merrigan. Hello and welcome along to chapter 51 of What's the Story podcast. My name is Danny Murray and Graham Merrow Merrigan joins me as always. Hi Danny. Happy first birthday, Graham. Yeah, happy birthday, what's the story? We're turning the big one. Yeah. Just the big one. Big one. Big one. Big fat W-A-N. <laughs> W-A-N indeed, <laughs> yeah. This time last year, we were only kicking off. We used to have Lindsay Doyle on board, but... Uh, she liked it. Made Lord rest her. She, she got a bun in the oil. She does, yeah. We'll, be, talk, we'll be talking about that soon. Yeah, oh shit, sorry. Because uh, she'll be on soon enough, making a triumphant... Uh, she'll, be, she'll be back. Yeah. Yeah, so we're the big one, and uh, we're celebrating one year, and Fitzpatrick Castle Colonia are celebrating 45 years, and if you want to see more of their stuff, you can check out FitzpatrickCastle.com or go onto Facebook and search Fitzpatrick Castle. Pop up to them every Friday during the summer, they're having a bottomless barbecue, just ring in advance, book your spot, 27 quid, unlimited food, unlimited Prosecco. It's a good deal, isn't it? You'd be mad to miss that, man. A Friday, be great. Over Friday, mm. after a long, hard week slogging away, up here, load of barbecue, load of Prosecco gift yeah i Grace said i was gone. up here last ro- or like yeah last friday just drive what was i doing up here a wedding oh yeah and i was driving by and there was loads of people in the garden maybe that yeah. was a wedding actually yeah <laughs> and we must say congratulations michael duffy and his beautiful bride oh yeah <laughs> you didn't pick up on that at all <laughs> did did. You? the time difference killed graham there yeah <laughs> it's on thursday yeah exactly yeah but the time this goes out graham will be at a wedding for a friend of his <laughs> yeah and, uh, <laughs> We're obviously we're recording in advance of that, so I just thought I'd try and link it all in and be like, last Friday, you and didn't wedding. drop. Didn't drop at all, God bless you. Sorry. Slowered in, in a wet week at times. You know? I know, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Fitzpatrick Castle, check them out. Our guest this week, you've had a good run of local people. It's great, I'm loving it, because the Borough has plenty of people we should be celebrating, and this week is no exception. Borough boxing legend, Paulie Kinsler. Hello, hello, hello. You. Hello. <laughs> John Paul Kinsler. The bone crusher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Polly or John Paul? What do you look like? Um, do you care? J- JP. Like right. a lot of local people would know me as Polly, but when I hear JP, you know it's it's that's it's boxing. Something's to do with boxing. Because ah. yeah. like on me bare side, it's John Paul. So um, like yeah, me me boxing card would be under J- John Paul. Like so, anyone in yeah. the that's box to do a boxing would call me JP. Yeah. So when I walk yeah. on the stadium or when I'm in town, even like you hear JP straight away. Okay, that's boxing. Okay. <laughs> ah, choose yeah, to ignore yeah. her. And then I can yeah, <laughs> then I can waffle about boxing. Like. <laughs> yeah, just flicks us. That's like when he hears. All right, Pollock said he knows. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> it's somebody from the black yeah. who wants yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> Someone acting the dope. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so this week, look, we're going to be talking all things boxing pretty much, and especially focusing around uh, the Monkstown Box Cup, which is mm. down its fifth year. This is the fourth year, fourth actually. Year, fourth, sorry, fourth year, fourth year, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just getting bigger and bigger each well, year. Well, it's, it's just going through the roof now. Um, like, in the first year, we had uh, 75 boxers, and they were from, I think there was four different countries. There was, like, uh, English clubs, there was Scottish, there was... It's Swedish, uh, yeah, definitely Swedish, and I think there was a few others as well. I can't remember actually. Um, then the year after that, there was three hundred boxers, and I think they were from about seven or eight different countries. Last year we had five hundred, and this year 
the registration as of today was 926 boxers. 75 to... To 9 in 4 years. Oh my yeah, goodness. It's just, it's just gone bananas. What made you come up with yeah. the idea? Yeah, look, so... Like, uh, there was one... like the, the thing with me is, like, okay... Um, like, I love watching, like, senior boxing and all that in the stadium and all that. But the there's something really great about watching kids, really top-class kids boxing. I don't know what it is. I just, when I when I see it, I just say, wow. Just, the, you know, and, and there's tons of them in Ireland, like. And um, I just wanted to see, like, especially with, with, with our own club, I wanted, to, I wanted for them to see what the difference is with them to do with the best in Ireland, the best in England, the best in Scotland, and the best in Wales, and that was the first. That was the that was the background behind it. Um, and the first year, like we 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 were very lucky in fairness because we we, we had a, a we had a lot of interest from good clubs in England, and um, one of the top clubs, um, Repton. We we had them over here in October. That was down in Joey's. That was that was in Joey's yeah, just in October. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was brilliant. Really, yeah, that was yeah, a brilliant shot. Class, yeah. But the first year they came over and um Bertley from um Gateshead, Newcastle, they came over. Um who else? There was a good few others. There was a good few other clubs as well came over and but those those two in particular, like they are probably out of the top five clubs in England, they would they would be in there. Definitely de- definitely them two clubs. I think Repton are probably the number one club in England at the moment. Like. Is one of those clubs associated with American? That club come over as well. Actually, yeah. they're called Bury. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're in well, Manchester, Bolton area. Yeah, yeah. And um, they come over the first year as well. They actually come over on a. There was, um, I think they had s- six boxers, and they come over in a minibus, and they actually slept on the minibus. They got the minibus over on the boat. And they slept here for like on the minibus for three days. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The whole God. team did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, probably was. was yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, look. So, so that was the that was the the thinking behind it. You know, we 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 just we, we didn't know like we had no idea it would get this big. Like, how did no the yeah, clubs in Greater Europe find out about it? Yeah. So what happened was the first year. The first year was really successful. In fairness, like there was one ring, and. Um, the boxing was top class. It was it was it was everything that we we wanted. You know what I mean? Like it was brilliant. It was like so. What we done was we said, look, we're going to go ahead and just do the same thing the following year. We'll just do the same thing. We'll send the, the invites to the same clubs, and and then all of a sudden we started getting emails and phone calls and all from all different type of clubs. Because what happened was when the clubs went back home. They were telling, like, each club, when they go back home um, after a trip, you have to send a report into your local um, county board. Like. Okay. And um, so what was happening was, say, for instance, um, Bertley, they would go back to the Toyn Tees and we were bored, and they'd say, look, you know, we brought a team over to Monkstown. We were well looked after. The boxing was top class. Um, you know, it's a fantastic tournament. And straight away then, as all the other clubs around sit up and say, well, what's this all about? Like, mm. And then they checked it out, and then they, oh look, we 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 might head over there and have have a go at it, you know. And then that's that's where it went, like literally wore them out, like. just wore them out around England. And then, um, in fairness, we do. There's a couple of um, refereeing judges from or from Dub, from the Dublin County Board. They would do a lot of travelling with the IABA, and they were bringing 
invitations on their behalf around, you know what I mean, like to, to their referee and judges' mates and saying, look, if you have any local clubs, you know, give them to them. Like, And all of a sudden then there was like Swiss, Switzerland um, clubs, there was Czech Republic, there was Slovakian clubs, wow. and they're all arriving, you know, like, yeah, they're all getting in contact and they all want, want a piece of the action, you know. That's so brilliant. it's just, yeah, yeah, like... But it's not without its its problems as well, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, cause it's it's I'd say, like, I remember going down last year, and, or maybe the, this is the fourth year, yeah, probably last yeah. year, and I was thinking, this must be a logistical nightmare. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. Like, the, like, the only great thing, the, the, the great thing about it is, is that we just run the event. Yeah. Like, we have absolutely nothing to do with booking hotels. We've nothing to do with transporting them to and from airports to the venue or any of that. All of that stuff, flights and all, that's all done by them. We only hold the event. Yeah. And that's what's so strange about it. Like, it, because, like, this year, like, there's, like, nine, as I said, over 900 boxers and there's 100 and, I think there's 170 clubs. There's, like, 60 clubs coming from England and there's 60 different clubs like and like we just we have like up and like we have a Facebook well that that, like that's (laughs) something that we're like (laughs) has me awake at night Um, well we have three rings like and like three this year yeah we have three rings this year yeah yeah and like in the hall so there's going to be three rings and nothing else there's not going to be any shops there's not going to be any change rooms there's not going to be any you know warm up areas everything else will be around the hall but not in the hall so for instance we have upstairs this time for the for the shop and the canteen um and that would hold probably ah you're probably looking 100 people there you know and so in the hall will be just the three rings going like and then just just whoever wants to to view you know and out the back then um we have the warm-up areas and it's like an athlete's village actually because we have last year we had three army tents I've seen them, yeah. They were brilliant, yeah. But this year, I think we've eight army tents. And, uh, but they're brilliant. They're brilliant here, yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's, lo- it's lo- like out there is like an athlete's village. And I think that's one of the things that has sort of got the imagination of coaches. Uh, because like this year, we have like an American club coming over. No way. They're coming over from Miami. Yeah, 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 brilliant. Florida. Yeah. How did and, they hear about it? Um, oh, yeah. So I sent an invitation to every simple email, every single club in America. Yeah. Because I got all the I got all the email addresses from the USA Boxing website. It took a few it took a few weeks actually. So I got all the email addresses and um, like it was just basically they're on a website. You just have to like transport them from there onto an yeah. Excel spreadsheet and then send them. So we sent them off to the every club. Got a loads of interest, um, but in fairness, it would be an expensive thing for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we we have one club coming. Tons of clubs from there are mad interested in 2017 already. Like. They're like, what's the date for next year? What's the date? Like, yeah, it's just, it's mad, yeah. Like, but that, that, like, you need to be putting on the point, Debo. Well, like, <laughs> well, like, like being honest, like, um, like we we we've sort of had a little chat, like that, like if this 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 has to be like one of the last years, probably where where we're going to be because, like, there is one of the, like this is probably the biggest tournament like this in Europe, um, as in bodies. There is another couple of tournaments. There's one the the Harangay, which is just over last week, that has five rings going at once. Brilliant, brilliant setup. But that's just for senior boxers only yeah. uh, and youths. Um, then there's one down in Dungarvan called the uh, Celtic, the Celtic Box Cup. That's the same, just for seniors, two rings going at once. We actually do have a, a team from Monkstown in there. Um, but there is one over in the US. Um, 
called the Ringside World Championship, and it's for clubs. So, like, Monkstown could travel over there, and there's eight rings going at once, 1,500 boxers, this type of, you know, it goes wow, on for a week nearly thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. Like, that is something that, like, you know, this thing could go there. Yeah. Like, if, if it keeps going the way it is, yeah, there's no... <laughs> what, what fa- if it goes like that, which, by all yeah. accounts, it probably will, considering yeah. the success of it today, what venues have you like, in your head? Well, the thing is, is, like... That would see all it, that. It would, it would absolutely kill me to take it out of Dunleary, like, yeah. it'd kill me. But it'd probably have to, like... Because, like, the thing is, like, the last couple of years, it's, it's so strange, like... Um, like chippers, you know what I mean? Like um, restaurants, like um, pubs, um, taxi drivers. Like I jump into a taxi, like and they're like, "Oh, you're amongst that box club, yeah." What's this event that was going on? There was people coming in here wanting to get dropped off all over Dublin and all over Bray in boxing tracksuits. What's going on? Like, yeah. and, you know, like and uh, we were like, "Oh, that's the Monkstown Box Cup." Like, and uh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, let's know when it's on next year, and I'll, I'll pull up the taxi outside and wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and they'll do runs anywhere anyone wants to go. Like, so uh, you know, so but it's a brilliant thing for Dunleary. You know, it's it's a great Definitely. thing. Like, you know, but the thing is, is like I would it it would kill me to take it out. But it's probably the only option mm. we're probably going to have, like because you're getting bigger. Exactly. Now, like, where would you take it to? Um, where would like I'd say I'd say like with, like even with nine hundred boxes, we are like we, we we're going to have some job looking after them in three rings. Like like we've done it up sort of we've done it the plan. Like the boxing was meant to start at four on the Friday and finish at um, ten. We've had to bring it forward. The boxing's going to start at two and it'll finish probably ten just after. On this on the Saturday, the boxing was meant to start at ten and finish at ten. It's now going to start at nine a.m. and it'll probably go over a little bit after the ten o'clock. Yeah. And then on the Sunday, it was we had envisioned um, twelve till six, and now it's going to go from nine till probably a little after six as well. Like yeah, you probably yeah. you'd, you'd be a basketball arena that would, somewhere like that. Like yeah, now uh, like. You're taking it out of the yeah, but still ten minutes on yeah. the ten, twelve minutes away. On the way, yeah. And or you know, maybe one of the halls in the RDS or something like that. Because like somewhere like the RDS would be like would be perfect because there's tons of hotels around there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it'd be ideal, like yeah. And there's so many bus routes, there's so exactly. many everything around yeah, it. Like, yeah, it's it's central to everywhere, like yeah. But it, like that is something that, like the, as I said, it would kill me to take it out of out of the out yeah. of Dunley. Now what we could do is we, we could probably cap it and just say, Look, lads, you know, the first if if this goes well and we say okay look we've no room for anyone else you know we can do this we can do the same event next year where we could say okay well the first 900 in that's us the rest is sorry nothing we can do but yeah. that would kill me to do that as well yeah, you know yeah, what I mean because like, yeah. like like this is something that's you know it, it's you know, in four years it's grown yeah, from 75 boxers to 900 yeah God yeah, knows yeah. what it's going to be yeah, next year yeah and, but the thing is is like the English clubs in particular like they are they're, they're using this as like club trips and um you know end of season oh well let's let's head to dublin like for the weekend like mm. and but they're having a great like they're getting like hotel rooms like for like 60 euro per person for the weekend like in a family room and um there's i think the kingston and like it, like there's no hotels around because people are ringing me saying is there any hotels and i've yeah. checked booking.com i've checked everywhere like yeah there's not like the nearest one i think is balls parade and then you're heading towards parade like yeah um so but but they're like like 60 euros like for a weekend to them is nothing like when yeah. they change it back like from sterling, sterling you know what yeah. I mean? like yeah. they like so it's it's dead handy for them like because we went over to one last year called the whole box cup we brought over um 
many many kids did we have? We had probably about ten kids aged from eleven to eleven to fourteen, and we went over there and brilliant trip, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Like that that was their first year. They're sort of modelling something the same. They they come to airs every year, like this um, whole boxing club, and they set one up then last year as their first year, like and. Last year they had 300, this year I think they have 400, but they've capped it. They said, look, the first 400 and that's it. That's like, it. Yeah. Um, but next year, like the, the girl who runs it, like, she was on to me, like she's saying, no, 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 we're going to go for a bigger venue. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You said there it's, it's kids and it's underage. So what age groups are we talking? What age groups to start from? What's it go up to? Yeah, so the f- like the first year what we done was we just, we, we just done schoolboys on their own. So it was just 11, 12, 13-year-olds. Um the following year, then we brought in eleven to fifteen-year-olds. Yeah, that's right. Last year we just done eleven to fifteen-year-olds, but we had girls too. Um, and then this year it's from nine-year-olds up to um, nineteen-year-olds. So, yeah. so, so, but the thing is, is the nine and the ten-year-old kids they do things called skills bouts. So they're like one-minute round, um, three rounds. And there's no decision, so the, at the end it's just a draw, um, and ton, like a lot of the English clubs are, are jumping onto this because it's a huge experience for a kid to come away, box in a completely different environment at that age. Like it's a brilliant experience, mm-hmm. and it sets mm-hmm. them sets them up. You know what I mean? Like for 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 going forward, then you know, mm-hmm. for and national championships. Yeah, and obviously mm-hmm. then like. It's a great learning experience for them and the whole thing of like not experiencing a loss in front of something so exactly. big as well. It's not yeah. going to hurt them. It's not going to make them say, that's it, I'm done with this. Like, yeah. So it's a positive kind of thing for them. It like. is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether, like, whether they, like, and the thing is they get two. They're, they're guaranteed two, two, two um, skills belts. So they have one yeah. on the Saturday, one on the Sunday. Mm. So if something, you know, if, if, if it doesn't go right on the first day, you know what I mean? Like, oh, geez, that was a tough one or whatever. Yeah. You know, they can try and make it right in the next day and it's still a draw, you know what I mean? Like, it's mm. great like, for right. them. And anyway, yeah. They're going all the way up to 19 or else. Oh, yeah, so we're going right up to now to under under 19s and we, and girls as well. Like, yeah. And um, so there's a French, the French national team are sending a girls team over. Um, there's a Norwegian national team sending a girls team over. Brilliant. Yeah, like all these type of countries are, like, so girls boxing like is is huge in Dublin, and the standard is is top class in in Ireland at the moment. Like, and that's mainly that. Like, it's down to like Katie Taylor and you know how well she's yeah. done and all that in the last ten years. Like Kelly Harrington, most Kelly Harrington re- recently phenomenal stuff. Like, um, but like and in Ireland, like the the standard of girls boxing is is brilliant at the moment. Like, and I think what's happening is is I think everyone else is looking in then saying like how are they is doing it like and. Because like as soon as we put as soon as we put the, the the flyers out and the invitations out to all the clubs like like the French were on to me the Norwegians were on the Swedish were on like but they're like their 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 female coaches in particular like they want to they want to come over and they want to see right they what's want the to standard come to land exactly yeah. Yeah. Theater, like. exactly they want to see what, what what what's the what's the formula over here like and you know in the underage. What's the what's the standard like, like you know, and see like yeah, because they must be looking at, especially from say sixteen up, they must be looking at it and sort of saying, look, look, potential here for future Olympians, potential here for you know what I mean. Yeah, so and the if their girls there, like, compete against the Irish girls and do well, well then it'll stand them in good stead. Like the Irish girls team, like the I know the the youths, which will be like um, fourteen, fifteen year olds, and the um, are you coaching the Irish ladies, ladies? 
No, well, there, no, 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 not yet. No, no. There, there is something there that I might be getting involved in in um, in July. There's uh, the cadets is on for the girls. That's like 14, 15 year olds, and they're going to Turkey then um, for the Europeans. But it's my name is being sort of being touted around for. That's what I read about that online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Being touted about, but uh, we had one there the other day. Will we go to Paddy Power. Put your name in. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> put your house in it. <laughs> but don't come back to me when you've nowhere to live. <laughs> you borrowing that army yeah, tent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, I think yeah, I think that's one of the big things is, is especially with the girls. Like um, a lot of the countries want to come over here and see what see what we're doing. Like because because we seem to be doing things right. Like then them girls seems like going away. They're coming back every year. Like Europeans, worlds, yeah. they're coming back with big big medal haul. You know, so it's great. Just to move a bit away from the box yeah. club. Uh, hang, hang on, before we do. Sorry. Yeah. Dates and venue. Yeah. So the uh, the dates this year is Friday the first of July. Um, and the boxing starts at 2 p.m. and finishes at 10 p.m. On the Saturday, the 2nd of July, boxing starts at 9 a.m. and finishes at 10 p.m. And on Sunday, it starts at 9 a.m. and finishes at 6 p.m. And the charge is only €5 Euro per day. So for €5, Euro, you can get in and watch 10 yeah. hours of boxing. You're making money. Yeah, and where's yeah. it on? It's on in the Holy Child School, Sandy Noggin, uh, in the sports hall. It's a big sports complex out the yeah. back. Yeah. Oh, I've been at all of them on there. That's right, yeah, brilliant. yeah, yeah. Number one support. Hopping yeah. at 7, 111, 45A. Yeah. Loads of parking around with the church lads. Get down there. What I love about it, last year particularly, I got talking to little, little quite like energetic young lads who were 12, 13, who were full of confidence, full of beans. And everyone I spoke to, whether it be an English club or an Irish club, they all just wanted to go to the Olympics. Yeah. They were all like, mm. I, I was saying, are you, what do you hope to do in the future with the boxing? Like, And he's like, I want to go to the Olympics and all. Yeah. All of them said yeah. that, like, no matter where they were from. Well, that like that is that is something that like a lot of the clubs are coming over for. Like, They're trying to get as much international experience as possible for a young kid. Because like, it is, like, I've been to like European um, championships and world championships you know when I was boxing and like we try to make it as close as possible to an international tournament mm. as in we have a weigh-in every single morning the feel of it like yeah we have a weigh-in every single morning we have a medical every single morning we have you know um, like it's just as soon as the weigh-in's over they're back to the hotel what's the draw who have I got you know all the excitement and then it's like okay I'm boxing an Irish fella or I'm boxing another English or I'm boxing a French mm. you'd never get it anywhere you know yeah, other yeah. than the European Championships or the World yeah. Championships and a lot of the kids like at that age wouldn't have a, had a chance to go anywhere at that stage because like the schoolboy is, is 12 and 13 year olds but like if you miss that if you don't get onto it like to the Irish schoolboys team like which is really hard you know, you're waiting then until like the next two years, you know. Mm. So a lot of them are trying, especially the coaches, they're trying to get their, their, their young kids, young boxers, as much international experience as possible. Like, yeah. And we were saying there about the French and, and the Swedish sending their girls, or the Norwegian sending yeah. their girls teams because they want to see, you know, what we have. What yeah. we have. But I suppose, what do we have? Because, I mean, the lads, the girls, well, Katie, um, we produce, seem to produce all the time on European, national, yeah, international, the Olympics, like Mick Conlon, Paddy Barnes, yeah, uh, all these lads. Like, what, what is it in our waters? It's, it, like, it's so, awesome. it's, it's strange to put your, fr- to f- put the finger on, like, like, I think 
the standard has always been here like f- for a long long time like since like the Olympics first came about and stuff like that you know like Ireland always had a, had a had a good boxing team like they always competed you know what I mean we didn't get medals at every Olympics we didn't get medals every world championships but we competed mm. but I think I think when the high performance came in back in the early 2000s I just think we just sat up and thought you know let's get okay we have everything we have the boxers we have the coaches we have everything in place but it's just not professional enough like and even like back in my time, like when when I used to go away, like with with the Irish team, like mm. like after your tournament was finished, like you would have a few, you're allowed to have a few drinks, you're allowed, to, you know, it, it was it was a bit like a holiday slash boxing trip, you know what yeah. I mean? Like now it now it's it's solely boxing, boxing, boxing. Like it's you're going over there to perform, you know what I mean? It's 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 totally different. Like everything you do coming up to the tournament is. To, is to try get your best performance in that tournament, like yeah. you know, and I think I think we've got a lot more professional, um, in 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 our approach in and everything we do, like you and know. What, what like so, yeah. So it's it's kind of like uh, with the football team, the whole uh, Leo Burdock's thing, or no, what was it Harry Ramston's thing where Jack Charlton stopped the team off before a match and. They had fish and chips. They had to open a Harry Ramson's on the way to a match, yeah. or the day before a match, and had fish and chips. So kind of similar to that in the in that yeah, you're finishing a tournament in Europe and then you're going for a point. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah. like it was that's just all that's totally gone now. Like there's no sciency and yeah, it's and like sports in fairness, like um the like what the Irish what the IABA have done is a little bit like what the Dubs have done in in Gaelic football. They've just seemed to have, they've, they seen they seen a gap, you know. Where look, if we get this, if we get it, if we get this professional, if we if we just get these lads a little bit more professionalized, and you know, like a lot of us, like this is the gas thing. Like when like when we were training for senior championships years ago, like we would be out working. Like so, you'd weigh in in the morning. You'd go and do a, a day's work. Now, it wasn't so bad for me. I was working in an accountant's office, like, just mm. in an office. like. But I knew fellas who were doing electrician. They were builders, laborers, whatever. They would do a day's work and then go into the stadium, like, and fight, like. You know, like, all that stuff had to had to stop. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it just had, like, you, 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 that's, you can't perform like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and so, so, Grand Star coming in, the, you know, the Irish sports companies are supporting the boxers, they so start supporting the, the coaches you know those coaches for they supported the high performance exactly and yeah. that and, and i think that sort of start driving it and then i think what happened then is we started to get a bit of success with the senior team and then it just filtered all the way back down like so were you involved at the early stages of the high performance oh yeah it would have been yeah 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 like so um i was away in poland um when billy walsh it would have been billy's probably first coaching trip away yeah, it would have been because before that was the World Championships and he, he wasn't there. He he came in after the World Championships. But but here's the mad thing about it. Like the first trip we had, we went over to with, with Billy. We went what over year to was Poland. This? That would have been early two thousands, probably two thousand two, two thousand three. We went over to Poland with a team and um, we 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 just done it like it, it was just a duel. It was like um, right, Ireland go over to Poland. They box. Um, I think we had two two. Um, fights over there like 
say we went over on a, um, a tour day, we boxed on the Friday, and then we boxed again on the Sunday, and we came home then on the Tuesday. Um, and team done all right, you know, it was okay. We were probably I can't remember the results, probably two draws. Then the European Championships came up, and they sent us over to um, Poland for two weeks before that for a training camp, and then we went over to the Europeans. And like it wasn't like like this thing of uh, once the high performance came in, it was instant success. It wasn't like yeah. we went over there to that Europeans, right? There was like Kennedy was on the team, John Duddy was on the team, James Moore James was on the team. Remember John Duddy? Yeah, James yeah. Moore was on the team. He would he would only medaled in the world's previous. With Damien McKenna, with with Lincoln Cunningham, with Darren Campbell, with 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 a brilliant, brilliant team. Every one of us were beaten in our first fight. It just like it, it was just, but uh, I, like just going back to it, I just think the professionalism just wasn't there. Yeah, it was just you know the, the boxes were there. We were definitely we were definitely capable of going over and all coming back with medals, but we just weren't professional enough in our approach. Like, and I think then. They made a they made a good few changes from then on. They seen what's not working. They seen what what should be working. They done our plans and and the way it went. And, and then you were you were involved then at the. I sort of finished up then. That was me sort of finishing up then. Yeah, I, I yeah I sort of finished up around then. Yeah, and then sort of got into the coaching then. Yeah. So how close did what was the highest kind of you achieved at amateur level? Yeah. So like um like <laughs> I was the nearly king. You know, <laughs> twice like I, I, like at the world championships in Belfast. Um, I had I had a scrap uh, against a Bulgarian fella in the last sixteen. I won that, and I got through to the quarterfinals then. And I was boxing a little Romanian lad. And what happened then was yeah. So whoever so if I won this, guaranteed a medal. Um, and I don't think this in the world championships. This in the world championships. Yeah, and someone hadn't medaled in the worlds for I think it was like thirty years before that, twenty years I think it was before that. Yeah, and. Um, and I was, you know, it was rare to go. I think there was actually six of us in the quarterfinals that 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 day. Actually, it was we were we were flying along, and um, I went in, boxed really well. Because back then it was the scores. Like when you come back after each round, you got the score right. So come back after the first round, JP, you're one down, no problem. Grand. Come back after the second round, you're still one down. How are you feeling? Great. Come back after the third round. You're still one down, right? You're going into the last because it was four rounds back then, and uh, went in then and flying, got ahead during during the bout right. about fifteen seconds to go. I'm two up, and then uh, but what was what was going on? You see, was back then like everyone around the ring knew the score, okay. and that's why it stamped all out because like say if I was and it, it, that's what I tried to do. I was two up, changed tactics, tried to get on my bike. Tried to run around the ring just to to avoid everything, you yeah. know. He caught me t- two or three times. Mm. Bang! Then he was one up, and then ding, 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 gone. He beat me by two. Oh, that was wow. it. I was absolutely gutted. I was I was good. Like and and still to this day, like I still look at it and say, like, why didn't I just do this? Why didn't I just do yeah. that? You know, yeah. because I like the fellow who beat me then. Like he he won a, he won the semifinals handy enough. He went in then and. He was in the final against the Cuban, and he pulled out. Injured. Oh, you're Yeah, he pulled out injured. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, that was sick. Would that um, that was the world? So that was the world. Yeah. If you placed medal, would that have been and towards an Olympics or was it an Olympic year? Um, no, actually, the Olympic year had just gone because that was in 2001. Um, Athens, I think it was, or was it Sydney? Sydney 2000. Yeah, yeah, Sydney 2000. Yeah. Um, so that would have been, but it, but it would have been like you know, IBA folklore. You know what I mean? Like because yeah. like you know, um, but James Moore, uh, he medaled that year. He got a bronze. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, but uh, no, it wasn't to be. Fortunately, sick, oh, no. sick. Still, still think of it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back there. <laughs> was, was there yeah. ever a chance uh, of you um, qualifying for Olympics? Um, see, so what happened was when the 2000 Olympics, the qualifying for that would have been around 1999. I was only 17. I was too young because I was in the European Juniors at that time. I was on the, the Irish Junior team, like and uh, the beating in the quarterfinal of that as well by three points <laughs> but um, the uh, no so I missed out that year Open it up I was too wins. young I know yeah yeah thanks Sorry that. but um, so so that was the quali- in 1999 was the qualifying for the 2000 Olympics and then the in 2003 was the qualifying for the 2004 Olympics mm. and I, I'd lost I'd, I'd won two seniors at that time 2001 and 2002 I was beaten then 2003 but at that stage I was started coming towards the end I was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Passion was gone. Right. Yeah, well, for me, like, just different things happened in in, in me, like in, in my life. Like, I I started a family, and you mm. know, and I decided then, like, you know, I was going to go back to work, and you know, like back then, like we were getting grants, but they they weren't great, and you know, I just, but, yeah, but I was just coming, yeah, I was just coming towards, yeah, and I was just finding it hard to make the way, and I was just, it was a couple of things, like, and I just decided, you know, what, I'm going to step out for a while, like, and uh, you know, just knuckle down with the family and, and do everything else like and uh and I did like and you know when I look back now like I was only like at that stage I think I was only like 23 or 24 you what know boxing club were you boxing now about that time Ballyrack Ballyrack well yeah. like uh, yeah it was Ballyrack but it, the first year in 2001 when I won the senior it was it was actually for P. Taylor and Bray okay yeah there was like um there was uh, I don't know what happened in Ballyrack that year there was something going on but a couple of us went up to Bray um, and then I was boxing for Pete, and there was another coach, Anto McCann. He was there as well, and um, so won a, won a senior title for them. And then I went back to Ballybrack then, and won the second senior title for Ballybrack. Yeah, love it. Yeah, hey. up the borough. Yeah, up the borough. Yeah. Um, yeah. So obviously, then you would have grew up with boxing and that. So who, like, when you were growing up, who were you watching? Who were you kind of going? Yeah, that's who I want to be. Yeah, man, like know? that's like the uh, well, like when I started off, like like I I didn't I had an older brother. And uh, so, like Ken, he he was four years older than me, and like he started off doing um, kickboxing with his um, mates down in the Workman's Club in Dunleary, and um, I think I was only probably about nine or ten at the time, and I begged him, "Will you bring me down? Will you bring me down? Please bring me down." So he said, so he did anyway. He brought me down one night with his mates, and it was just one of those things that I just. Like, I played football, like, you know, and I wasn't, like, I, I was okay at the football. Like, I was just, you know, I, because I, I, I grew up playing football, you know. Yeah. I didn't play any other sports, really. Just, I played a lot of football, but I don't know what it was. It's just when I, when I was just started to do kickboxing and boxing and stuff like that, like, it was just, I don't know, was it the, you know, it's, this is me. You know, I'm not dependent on anyone else here, you know. I mean, I'm not dependent on, any, on 10 other lads this is just me, look, and if I get this right, it's me that gets the gratitude, you know what I mean? Like, But, um, so, yeah, so he brought me down to the Workman's Club, and I, I, I really liked it, like, um, and then what happened was, he went to a boxing show up in the Sally Noggin Inn with a couple of his mates, and um, I remember, like, I, I was mad to go to it. I was actually, it was a body rack boxing show in, in the Sally Noggin Inn, and they had 
the ring. They had everything up because in the workman's hole there was no ring. It was just like a little shed with I think it was six bags hanging over, like and there was holes in the floor and all that. But it was real, you know. It was sawdust stuff, you know. Yeah, you'd see in a movie, you know. It was great. Like, <laughs> but um, and I remember he, he went. To, I begged him to go to this. Could I go with him? And he, no, you're not allowed. You're not allowed. So he wouldn't bring me. And he, he went to this show and he came back home, and uh, and I I was sitting there waiting for him, like with fifty questions, like what was it like? Who was fighting? Was there a ring? And he was like, yeah, there was a... And he was really excited as well. He was telling me, like, there was a ring. There was... They had gloves. They had head guards. You know, they were in vests and shorts. It was really going at it. You know, there was a ref. You know, it was, it was, the, it was the most, you know, smallest things. Like, and I was, wow, this is, you know, brilliant. Like, so he then, uh, him and his mate... One of his mates might have been fighting that night. Actually, yeah, it was Sid Kenny. Derek Sid Kenny. He was a good friend of him. He, uh, of my brother Kent, he was, he was boxing that night. And um, he said to so Ken then was going to join Ballybrack, and I begged him, "Will you bring me up with you, please, please?" No, no, no. He says, "Look, I'll go up and check it out first, and and I will." He says, "I'll bring you up in a while. Don't worry, I will bring you up." Like, so he went up anyway, and every time he come back, I'd say, "What was it like?" You know, and he said, "Oh, there was sparring, there was this, there was that. Like, there was you know, they have their own ring, and you know." And I was just fascinated. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to get up and join. Like, and. Uh, and this is this is exactly how it happened. His mate Sid come down from one time, and there was the two of them going up to the bus stop. It, we used to because we were living in in Monkstown Farm, and uh, they used to walk up to the deer hunter, get the seven or the forty five A from the deer hunter. And uh, so what I done one time was I told me mom that Ken was letting me go, like, and she said, "Oh, grand," but he wasn't. <laughs> and so him and Sid went off with their gear bags. And every corner they got to, I ran up to that corner. And they kept going and I ran up. So what I'd done was then I was actually standing behind a phone box at the top of the Noggin Hill. And when I seen the bus, I just ran across. And, and you know, Ken was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And, his, and I was like, oh, please, please. And, uh, and I begged him, could I go? And his, his mate says, bring him with us. Bring him with us. He'll be grand. He'll be grand. Brought me along anyway. And just from then, bang, just... I walked Brilliant, in and man. just thought, this is just amazing. Like, now, for the first year, like, I was getting the head punched off. <laughs> I hadn't a clue what I was doing. I really hadn't a clue. Like, and, like, but like that, it wasn't, um, even when I started competing, like, it wasn't in instant success. Like, I lost, I think it was like three or four fights in a row, like, starting off. Like, but, like, it was just, for me, it was just, I, I've arrived here, you know, mm. I, I, you know, don't I, I didn't care I didn't care about winning or losing I just I just loved it like, I just you were loved learning it. like exactly and mm -hmm. I just I just was mad into it like and then all of a sudden I started to get a win and then I said jeez this is great you know and then just went from there away I went you know and would you have been watching a lot of boxing and that yeah or? so so th th that's a good one yeah um, I like true Ken um, he had actually and it, it's it's mad I think back now he had a he had a um we had a, a, a video recorder a VHS and he had a, a film um it was the not it was the fabulous four that was Sugar Ray Leonard Roberto Duran Marvin Hagler and Tommy Hearns he had that and he also had um the one with Ali it was the what was it, I can't think of the name was it the Four Kings it was it was Ali Fraser, Kenny Norton, Larry Holmes, and Foreman, and we used to watch the. He used to watch these, and I would sit there watching these like constantly, like, and like it was like um, 
it, it's strange like when I look when I look back now like because I hadn't a clue what I was even watching but yeah. I just used to sit there and just watch it like and I used to just you know um, my favourite of the whole lot was Sugar Ray Leonard I used to think he was and the reason why I think was I used to see him getting beaten and then he'd always come back whoever beat him he'd want to I, I, want, I want revenge off them. Yeah, like yeah. when Duran beat him, he came back and beat him, you know. And I thought to myself, oh, he is just, you know, he's a legend, like, you know, for me, <laughs> like, you know. And uh, but still to this day, you know, he he would be my favorite boxer. Like, but yeah, them them um, them movies, like we we he used to, like Ken used to have them on all the time. Like you know, I'd sit there watching them, like yeah. But yeah. I, I was like very lucky. I was you know really lucky that he he was into that mm. and that. But but even anyway, I think it was something that. Because I looked up to him, that's what, you know, that, that's what, whatever he was doing, I was doing. Like, if yeah. he had been doing kayak, and I probably would have been for that, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was we, we wouldn't have been sitting here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm just delighted. I'm absolutely delighted that he got into boxing. <laughs> yeah. See, the kayak box cup. Yeah. <laughs> uh, d- down the, the Shankill River. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the stream outside your name. You come out with three eyes. You <laughs> see, <laughs> um, it's, it's mad, though, because obviously you're, you're mad passionate and it's always infectious like because mm. I'd, I'd be very much a fair weather boxing fan you know i mean i'd watch it when the olympics was on or if there was a big fight on or whatever like i can remember when i was a kid i watched tyson fights or uh prince nassim when he was all the rage you know um chris eubanks leonard lewis and that, or, uh, lennox lewis even mm. um leonard lewis <laughs> leonard. um you know, so like when you hear kind of you talking about that and you're talking about watching all VHS of kind of like yeah. Sugar Ray and yeah. you know, it's it's mad. Like, <laughs> um, you were brought up on the great Muhammad Ali, yeah, weren't my you? Dad was obsessed, yeah, yeah. Was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, like we had, do we still have actually? We had in our kitchen table, like I'd be having dinner looking at Muhammad Ali, tree photos, really? paint photos like just still frame photography photos and just looking at Ali all the time like that just watching all Ali clips and throughout a lot of the 90s and all and the early thousands uh, me and my mates would be over with me dad and his mates getting all the the box office in with Tyson and all the heavyweight battles of the 90s like that kind of just disappeared though not disappeared but like a lot of the last 10 years it's kind of just Sky taking over and Mm. Just it's diluted well, like, a bit, for, isn't it? For me, like nowadays, right, with the with the pro boxing, like, like, like back in the day, right, you, you know, when it was on. My dad used to sorry, you could have yeah. My dad used to always bring me to the stadium to watch Wishy. Oh, Wishy Andy Brennan, Brennan. Yeah, 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 which was something Buddy Rack as well. Yeah. yeah, he was brilliant. So yeah. I used to always watch him as well. Yeah. With me he's dad. actually a coach down the club now. Oh, really? He's cool. the strength and conditioning coach as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, love he's it. in the army now. Yeah, but um, yeah, like 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 that the. I remember like fights like when when we were growing up like like our dad would 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 be the same you know what I mean but it was it was like fights on UTV like, yeah UTV Barry yeah. McGuigan and stuff like yeah. that yeah. I would have never seen like any of the big American fights live I don't remember anyway I, mm. I well actually I think I remember we did stay up a couple of times to watch Tyson mm. I yeah. up, yeah yeah we definitely Tyson. set up to watch Tyson set up yeah. for the the airbeat the airboy yeah the Holyfield fight yeah. oh I yeah yeah, that. yeah. I remember staying well that would have been like that was what well. What was that Holyfield? That was about ninety six. Ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sort of 15, 16, yeah. Um, I think it was. I think it was about then. Yeah, about ninety seven. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, like back then, like it, I think it was just more. 
it was more local stuff, wasn't it? Like on UTV, yeah. and you know, like yeah. that's all you would see, really. Like you wouldn't really see, like nowadays, right? It, it, it's brilliant that you see, you know, you've like Friday Fight Night, you know, on Sky, yeah. you have. Yeah. Um, I love prize fighter. Prize fighter, great crack. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's brilliant. Mm. I just like just on today, like the boxing today with the yesteryear, like like the, the heavyweights. The no. heavyweight division is just it's driving me while, insane. Like, it's just driving me mad. It is. Boy. Well, the thing is, is right. The, okay, to me, I just think the lighter weights. Like, and you look at like say Pereira, Morales, you know. Even like one of my favorites, like Ricardo Lopez, little flyweight. You know, the skill they have is unbelievable. Like, and you can see, you can tell when they're in the ring. Like, they are constantly in the gym. They are constantly working on what they're doing. Like, the, and I just feel just at the moment the way the heavyweight division is, is. I just don't get that. I just don't get that the heavyweights are just. I just it just feels like they're just showing up and just. Boxing, mm. do you know what I mean? Like they're, yeah. they're not even trained. Like sometimes, some, right? some of them feel like a lot of them actually feel like mismatches. Yeah, like like, like the, yeah, the they're, whole they're Joshua hype train. I yeah. feel is now a lot fairness, of mismatches. I think I think he's a freak of an athlete. Yeah, I think he could be the answer to the heavyweight division now. You know what I mean? I think mm. he could be one of the answers to it. Like because like there's nothing worse like seeing you know Anthony Joshua getting in with you know and you know another Joe Soap. Like I seen one there a while ago, like with a Scottish fella Cornish. Now I have the utmost respect for anyone that gets in the ring. Like, mm, yeah. but I just think like with fellas like this, you know, it's just they just don't even look in shape. Do you know what I mean? It's like they're not even trying. It's just oh, yeah. I'm just gonna get in just to make Joshua's money. the first lad that's know, looked just, in shape yeah. since the nineties. I agree. Totally of the agree division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of them, like you said, yeah. they just yeah. look like they. It just it just looks like they're just they just don't take it and like all this. Like what's driving me mad about pro boxing now is, is like, why does every single match have to be a full blown? We hate each other. Yeah. You know beforehand, and you know let's tell everyone that we hate each other, and you know after the fight, like it's it's known like that people like they're going on holidays together. Like because one day like was there two English heavyweights and like. You know, coming up to the build-up, they were like. Well, Frotch and uh, Groves was very like that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, like and like some of it is bad blood, yeah, hundred percent. Mm. But like, why does every single match now? Yeah. Why does every single fight have to be? It's like they're following the blueprints yeah. or something of uh, MMA and stuff like that yeah. as well. It's, it's, it's mad that you're saying that because like when I was in college, I done a thing on the history of sport, and I was that to cover boxing, and um, I was watching. I had to do a piece on Jack Dempsey. Yeah. So I was watching documentaries about him and especially about the end of his career when he fought a guy called Gene Tunney who yeah. beat him twice. First time he beat him for the heavyweight title, second time then it was a rematch nearly a year to the day I think it was and uh, Tunney beat him again and in the second fight, it, it's funny, there's, there's loads on this fight, it was the the, the fight, the long counter or something like that it's called because it was one of the first fights that they brought in this rule where it was a, a, a mandatory 10 count like and that oh, was it. Oh yeah, yeah. So the whole thing was that Dempsey had lost the first one on this by decision, and he was completely beat. And he said himself, "No, better man won. No argument." The second one, then it was this long count. So now, when you watch the video back and they've like superimposed a clock on it and all that, the ref doesn't start counting because Dempsey doesn't go back into a neutral corner. He's yeah. just standing over him, saying, "Come on, come on!" And the ref won't count. So it turns into a, like a thirteen or a fourteen count. So everyone's like, "Dempsey should have won this fight and all that," and then. As it turns out, he goes on to lose that fight, and like that, everyone was like, 
you should have won, you should have won. And just on that whole bad blood thing. And this yeah. kind of goes back to like that whole gentleman boxing back yeah. in the day. Like He was like, Gene's a good guy. If Gene yeah. says that it was less than 10, I'm going to take his word for it. I'm going to raise his hand. And the two of them went on. Like, uh, Dempsey never fought again after that. Yeah. Tony only fought twice more after that. But they all went on to be best friends. But Afterwards, that's the like, thing. Like, uh, like there was that, none of that I bullshit. You know what that, I mean? Like the, like the amount of like bullshit now. Like you know, it just it just drives me mad. Like and especially like when you see like old stuff like that. Yeah. Do you know, like when you watch, like when you watch, like there's that VHS. Like I have it on DVD at home now. The Fabulous Four mm. with the four lads like Leonard Hearns, Hagler, and Dran. Right. When you watch that, like. Yeah, there is a bit of hatred with Duran because he's he's mad, you know what I mean? But yeah. like from the others, like it's just it's a sport, like it's just a sport, you know what I mean? Like we go in, yeah, okay, you know, before like uh, you know I don't like you whatever, and then we tip gloves and be buck, but it's always straight at the end of it, you know, with the hugging, they're doing everything. Like it's the way sport should be. Yeah, you know, definitely. Who should the be thing, having the any, thing about yeah, it is now though, and probably since. Tyson's era and Lennox Lewis and all that it's all pay-per-view now isn't yeah, it it's all so yeah, yeah. they have let's to have someone's interest. interest yeah let's generate interest because yeah. the Fairweather fan like Danny you said you probably because Sky have pumped and Eddie Hearn they're just pumping it in your face they're yeah. pumping Anthony Josh in your face that some people are like I oh, just wish Joshua lost yeah, that, yeah Do you know no, what to, I mean? to be honest with you like I, I don't know a hell of a lot about Joshua because like that like I, I am such a fair weather fan and most of my knowledge of boxing is kind of retrospectively it's mm. after the event and I've gone back and watched or I've gone back and read about stuff and that because I do like it I'm fascinated by it and all that you know what I mean but I do think and I mean both of you know more about this so correct me if I'm wrong I, I think it's almost like there's an element of the best guys don't fight the best guys anymore yes and you kind of see this thing of guys who, like you were saying there, Joshua fighting that Scottish guy who, yeah. with the greatest respect to him, he, yeah. he's obviously, he's getting into the ring, he obviously yeah. has something about him. Yeah. But maybe he's not just quite at that pinnacle standard. like. Yeah. And it's that thing you hear of, um, what's his name, Rocky Marciano? The whole thing of like people saying like he's the best and then you have guys coming out and saying, well, no, because he wasn't willing to fight the best. Yeah. So he, he was great, yeah. but his There's record looks a lot. Him, exactly. Yeah. And you're kind of seeing that, like the, the Klitschko's like, the whole thing with them and yeah well it's it's all about the in relation to that it's like they're building joshua up so they they will put anyone in the ring because it in their head yeah this is he's gonna win so then when the big fight happens it'll be like joshua is 12 and oh you know he's 14 and oh just so do you think the, up. the attraction is in that oh like that yeah that's what it is that's the big time. they put, that, they'll put a bin man in they put a bin man in with him yeah that's the thing with mayweather as well like it's like um you know, well, this is seeing you that like half the people that go to watch him, like they want to see him get beaten. Like, mm. yeah, that's the whole thing about it. You know, like he like, doesn't care. No, he doesn't <laughs> care. He, he like that's what he was saying. Like, you know, just keep just keep buying pay per view on grand. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, you want to see me lose? No problem. Keep yeah. doing it. Like, I, you know, I I'm not going to like. I tend to be. The, I tend to kind of like if somebody has that loss and they've come back. I I would be more inclined Ex- to want them. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like that's I don't know. Like the whole thing, like the MMA world. I've said the ground before, and I'm not sure if you're into MMA or not. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like Anderson Silva, for years I wanted Silva to lose, just, and then when he did lose, I was like, uh-huh. "Oh shit!" <laughs> and then when he came back, then I was like, "Silva's back, yes!" Brilliant. And then he broke his leg, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And now I love him even more. Like, 
Like it's so yeah. weird, you know what yeah. I mean? The same with Chael Sonnen, like Chael yeah. Sonnen, I, but because he lost to Anderson Silva then, I loved him even more. Yeah. Now he's a drugs cheat, but I still love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he was on this podcast, so I have to say that, don't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the, the bad blood as well, like, the, 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 when you when you first mentioned it about what you're disliking, like, I always just automatically think of uh, Lennox Lewis, Riddick, Riddick Bow mm. on the rooftop hotel in London, and they killed each other at the press conference. That's right. Didn't they hate each other from the Olympics, though? Yeah. Yeah, because Lewis boxed for Canada, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was mm. against America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I think Lewis won gold, I think. Did he? Yeah, Lewis won gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been real hatred, though. Like, because, like that would have been, like, from the amateur days, you know, like, a, a Canadian would hate to lose an American, an American yeah. would hate to lose a Canadian because they're right beside each other. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that carried through. But that, that there's a story behind that. that yeah. There's a reason. Like, when you see, like, Tony Bellew hating this last fella he fought, fought That he's know, only met a week ago. You know, and your man, your man's from... Is he from the Congo or somewhere? You know what I mean? Like, well, you know, <laughs> how do you hate him? And yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like, I know the utmost respect for Tony Bellew. Like, I think yeah. you know, being fair play to what he done. You know what I mean? Like, brilliant. Like, but at the same time, like, it doesn't always have to be trash talk. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it can be like you know, a nice. Like, they are nice guys. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But that's it, like at the same time, like I, I, that's that's just a heavyweight division at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and a couple of other things. But like, I still love. I absolutely love watching like good, um, you know, fights. It's like probably because I I I would have watched like because I boxed at the lighter weights. I prefer to watch the lighter weights. I just yeah. think there's a bit more skill involved. Oh, definitely. Certainly nowadays you know there I mean? is. Like, I just think like like you cannot be like a Morales Barrera. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the speed of them. Like they're, and they're like you know. GGG as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to ask about him, actually. Yeah, yeah. I was going to, because like, obviously the heavyweights is kind of about power and knockout, and you expect yeah. to see a knockout now. But then, like you're saying, the skill and the speed is where the lower go. And that's, I suppose, yeah. why so many people love Pacquiao as well, like, because yeah. they that, you know? Yeah. I mean? But this GGG guy, yeah. What what is the story? I've I've heard, I can't remember your man's name, he won a couple of weeks ago, and the whole thing was that he had to drop a belt in order to go and apparently fight this. GGG oh, or something. Oh, it was uh, Canelo Alvarez. Canelo Alvarez. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. What's the story with this? Exactly? So, 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 Canelo Alvarez won a belt, and yeah. then um, I think the way it was working was, you know, I wouldn't be mad up on the program, but like I think the way it was working was then that um, it was uh, Golovkin was wanted to fight for that belt. Yeah. Right. But um, Alvarez, instead of saying, okay, I'll scrap you, he just said, no, I don't want the belt. And he just gave it up. It so up. he fought for the belt to beat Amir Khan. And then when he got the belt, he just gave it up because he didn't want to fight um, Golovkin. So, yeah. And that, that, that's what's wrong as well in, in boxing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> has that, the way has that Ali um, rule got anything to do with that? What's that? Jody Ali rule where... Yeah, this is the whole thing of um, professional fighters can't sign into long-term, long-term agreements. The they have to, like, it can only be, I think, like, I think it's a two-fight or something like that, oh. where they can only do a short-term, and it's to avoid this kind of monopoly situation where fighters can get tied down into this long-term deal yeah. so that they can avoid fighting this person and they can avoid Very fighting good. that. You think that would have given you under play? In, in I don't know. See, see I, I, I don't know enough about it. Yeah, myself, sorry, either though. I don't yeah. know enough. Yeah, not too, not too, <laughs> no, not too yeah. sure of myself. All, all I know about this GGG guy is his name is ridiculous. He's from, like... 
what is it? Kazakhstan. He's meant to be a bit yeah. of a beast. He is a beast. In fairness, he is, yeah. But in, in going back to the pay-per-view stuff, his pay-per-views are poor. Like, like it's only 200,000 people are, are buying the pay-per-views where he's yeah. main eventing. But, uh, yeah. Then, like, where Mayweather's like, what's Mayweather? Three, four million people. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, people are complaining that... And the people are complaining on the street that oh Mayweather's twelve rounds and you want to knock out round mid four or five rounds, whereas GGG's knocking them out, but he's not getting the numbers. Yeah, it's it's it, it is strange, isn't it? and it's the same with um with the Cuban who defected Rigondo, yeah, or Rigondo, whatever you want to call him. He, like he's gone out like and he is like schooling fellas for like twelve rounds of a belt like without getting hit like. And he's just not getting the pay. Like people, yeah. people, like if he's fighting at the garden, like the Americans would close the curtains. Like there's yeah. no interest yeah. in him. Like it's, it's crazy. Where, like now to a, to a boxing in two years, like like Mayweather against Pacquiao. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Yeah. You loved that, did you? I loved that. Like yeah. I yeah. thought that was a absolute masterclass. The, of, the technical side. Of yeah, it. yeah, that was yeah. A, just a masterclass. Like of you know, you can throw like Pacquiao. Like you know, he he has proved like. Long before that, like that, Pacquiao was is brilliant, like, and he's up there with with, with the best around at the moment, like. <coughs> but like, he just he couldn't lay a glove on him. He just couldn't lay a glove, you yeah. know what I mean? And he was throwing them from every angle, like, and he was just getting caught walking into shots. Do so you think the criticism that came from that for that fight afterwards? Do you, I think uh, like I, I think a lot of the MMA fans, yeah. I do We're understand. judging that based on not a, a finish. Yeah, look, like, I do understand like that people like. Tune into boxing and basically, you know, the boxer should go for the knockout. You know what I mean? And and I like I totally understand that. Like, but like, if he chooses like after the fifth round or fourth round, look, I'm just going to school this fellow. I'm not going to knock him out. I'm just yeah. going to bring him the distance with me. Like, I've won the fight. Mm. I'm just going to see it out. Like it. Like it's a bit like you know, it's a bit like Chelsea with football. You know what I mean? Like there, it's the same sort of thing. You know, okay, I I I, I have this in the bag here. I'm not going to go for a knockout. I'm not going to chance it. I'm just going to... Exactly. And I, like, I, and I totally understand people's criticism of that. Like, but mm. just for me, I just loved watching that. Like, I just loved it. But I, and here, yeah. I do understand that like, you know, mm. people tune in there to see scraps. Like, like but there's m- more than one way there to is, for yeah. you. And yeah, exactly. sometimes picking that... Like sometimes... Uh, when you put it into the football analogy, you get exactly what you mean. If you tactically... I never thought of it like outdo that. Outdo somebody... You know, that might be just as rewarding to hit, to throw another person as that sort of killer knockout. Like, of everybody course. would probably love to see it. But at the same time, yeah, like you said, a guy like Pacquiao, who is considered one of the best. Yeah. He is dangerous. Doesn't matter what it could yeah. It could be like the last 10 seconds of the 12 round. He is dangerous. And to but see like, May with our box rings around him, exactly. like, it was just. It was. It was unbelievable. Do you think it was four or five years too late? Yeah, like, it, it, like and that is something like, you know, that, that it's. It, it, with the program at the moment, like the best aren't fighting the best, you know what I mean? And it is a pity like that there is yeah. so many belts and, you know. So many belts, so many promoters. Yeah, so many, so many. Like the best is, is it's only like sometimes like that, that the best actually fights the be- in the weight, you know what I mean, to unify the actual weight. Like, like, like as when we keep going back to the days of, you know, um, Leonard and all them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they fought each other constantly, you know what I mean? Like and if one, like when Leonard lost to Duran, like, all he wanted to do was just get him back. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like mm. and like he he took one or two fights just you know, and I'm only taking these fights because I want Duran. You know mm. I, mean? I want them back. I want to get him. Like and it was like that. Like the best always fought the best. You know what I mean? Like nowadays, yeah. it just seems that like with Mayweather and Pacquiao, like 
it was great that it happened. It was brilliant for boxing that it did happen in the end. But yeah, like at at the time, it could have been like three or four years before that because Pacquiao had lost one or two. You know, what I mean, coming into that when they actually fought, you know, but mm. there was a time there where the two of them hadn't lost. Well, Pacquiao hadn't lost in a long time since his early career, and Mayweather was still unbeaten. Like if they had a fought then, like two of them in their prime would have been great, you know. Mm. But, so we're we're running out of time, so we'll kind of jump because that's maybe one or two Already? more. Yeah, I know. Always the quickest. Flying, it's yeah. that's the worst part. And when you get a conversation you love, and we're yeah. just sitting there going, "Oh shit, time." And there's one or two more bits I still want to talk to you about, yeah. Polly. Um, we're in Olympic year, yeah. and obviously Ireland, when it comes to boxing at the Olympics, it's one of our sort of sweet Favourite spots. Pastimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, what, what do you reckon for Rio 2016? Um, I think I think we have. A really good team going over there. Like I think, like we went over to um, to Beijing and we went to London with strong teams. I think this is the cream. I think if we get um, like at the moment, there's a qualifier going on, um, and Michael O'Reilly he won today. Yeah, yeah. he won today. Yeah. Now I know Darren O'Neill lost, um, but I'm not sure about any any others. But I think if we can get. I think we have a really strong team going over there. Like, um, I think if we can get um, O'Reilly in, and if I, if we can get one or two, um, I think there's I think there's a chance of one or two of the girls getting in as well. I think maybe um, no, no, we we don't have any flyweight or any middleweight girl. Um, I, like, I, if we can get one or two more added into what we have. I think we we're going to do really well. I think we're going to do really well anyway. And the thing for me is, is like, okay, like as as a, an amateur boxing fan, I think Michael Collins is, is has a great chance yeah. of um, not only a medal. I think he's a great chance of a gold medal. Like he just like, gets better and better, doesn't he? He is just unbelievable. He is. He is brilliant. He is like. Yeah, Seems to have a yeah. really good attitude as well. Yeah, he is top. Yeah, he he's he's a he just seems to like. I went out there the other day. Um, well, it was a couple of. Believe a month ago, they were boxing. It was Ireland against Kazakhstan in the stadium, and Kazakhstan are actually ranked number one in the world now. Like, so it was a brilliant mm. test for the Irish. And Paddy Barnes was fighting out his weight. He wasn't fight. He, he fought a flyweight when he usually only fights at light, light flyweight. Um, Michael Conlon was fighting. Um, you know, and they were all there and well able, well, well able. Like Conlon was, Conlon was. It was a contest he would have won his belt. Like you know, he was really, really good. Like I think he's a great chance. Like, but but for me as a, as a, as an amateur boxing fan, this is what's so brilliant for me about the boxing. When after the Olympics, if Paddy Barnes, if um, Michael Conlon, if David Oliver Joyce, if after the Olympics they do medal and fingers crossed they all do medal and. If they do turn over then or they go pro or they do whatever or they retire or whatever they want to do, straight away we have replacements to go in there like to replace them like yeah. and just as good like like yeah. at at um at Life Lightweight you have um a young lad McKenna like um his brother has only saw, signed pro there very recently like but Steve McKenna he, top class Life Lightweight um at Bantamweight you have Court Walker who's he won medals at Europeans at underage like. All the way through. So as soon as them lads go, we've the next crop coming in. Like it's just it's unbelievable. Like and it's I suppose it's one of the reasons like tip like I know like a lot of people are into the programme, but it's one of the reasons why I think the amateurs are, are doing so well here, they stick around. Where yeah. if they were like sort of you know, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, say Conlon, um 
and Barnes and all that, they would have been like there would have been promoters all over them sniffing yeah. around. If that was in America, they wouldn't have been around so long. Like this is Paddy Barnes's tour Olympics. There's no way he would have been around for that if he was in America. Mm. So I, I think it works in their favour that the pro game isn't that great here. Would it be too? Yeah, yeah. Would it be too late for Paddy to turn pro after? Ah, no. I think no. Like in fairness, like I, I still think he'd have a great. He, his style is suited to the pros. Like, and when you when you talk about pay per view figures earlier on, like the Americans would go absolutely nuts for him. Like to go pro, pro. Collins more or less going to turn pro after I reckon yeah. he will yeah and yeah. I think he, he could do really really well as well yeah yeah, um, yeah. would there be or would you be hopeful of any of your stalwarts in Monkstown Boxing Club Um, well get, so like getting to that ah uh, yeah yeah like definitely like only there on uh, Friday we had um the so so this year so last year we got seven Irish champions which was unbelievable for us seven. like that was brilliant amazing. like seven yeah. in one year amazing um up until last friday we had eight so far this year in 2016 and on friday we had two little schoolboys in um boxing in the cadets so that's 12 and 13 year old boys if the two of them won they got onto the uh irish team and they would have been heading over to the the europeans in croatia at the end of july one of them won one of them was beaten on a split decision. Very close, but it's not so bad for him because he's only twelve and he has next year. He's a great chance next year. Like he, he was really good this year. Like and but the fella who's gone, um, young Matthew Tindall, he he's three times Irish champion. That was his fourth Irish title. Like he's and in, how old is he? He's um thirteen. Three time Ireland. Yeah, Jesus. three time Ireland. Like he's eleven, twelve, thirteen year old Irish. He was he's been in the high performance since he's twelve. Um, like he trains with us in the club and then on the weekends then he goes to the right performance he's been in the Dublin schoolboy setup. you know he's gone right through like and uh, so he's gone over now so that's our first Monkstown boxer boy Monkstown boy going away on international duty like so we're really brilliant. really excited about that you know brilliant yeah brilliant. Um, do you think you were saying there that the fact that the guys stay in the amateur game here a little bit longer than they tend to anywhere else do you think that with the Olympics being that kind of four year cycle and the Olympics being such a big, big draw for boxers, like that, you know, everybody has this kind of ambition of now I want to get to the Olympics. Like, yeah, is that kind of the biggest factor for these guys, or is it just the love of the amateur game in Ireland? Well, I think nowadays, yeah. I see. The thing is, is I think for guys that are going to the Olympics, if they have ambition to go professional, mm. um, like if you take for instance Darren Sutherland. When Darren Sutherland yeah. first um, was, when he first came on the amateur scene, like, remember I was telling you I was away in Poland, mm. Darren Sutherland was on one of those teams, and he'd only come back from training in Sheffield, he'd moved back to Ireland, and his whole thing was, was look, I'm going to be a, a world champion professional boxer, the amateur boxing is only a stepping stone for me, that's all this is, like, you know, this is a brief thing, you know, I mean, I'm going pro, like, um, and, but, so, so, if you want to, if you want a good signing on fee for professional, you get a medal at the Olympics. The promoters are all over you. Yeah. So then you don't have to walk your way up through the ladder. It's sort of a, you know, you'll, you'll be getting a nice nice sign on fee and mm. everything else. And there's loads of hype around you if you get a medal at the Olympics. So it is a stepping stone if that is your, if, if that is your goal. But what happens is, is when you're in the amateur setup, you're taught then, look, no problem. If you want to turn professional, you want to do all that, no problem. But just look for this, concentrate on the Olympics. And the thing is, is when you start thinking about it, like the Olympics then is 
your goal like and like it's a huge huge thing and it's such a hard thing to do is to medal at the olympics like like we know mm. you know we, we, we've two gold medals like that's all in all the olympics history we have two gold and like we very little medals you know what I mean? and most of them are as you said in boxing there's a good few athletes and all that yeah. and it's brilliant you know what I mean like I know I love the Olympics but it's so so hard to meddle in them so the, if like so say take for instance Darren Sutherland when he did get to the Olympics and he did meddle he, his thing then was to go go professional when he did go professional he came back to, he got injured so he, he had a couple of fights he got injured he came back to the high performance and the lads invited him in to have a chat with all the young lads and he told all the young lads, and this was his story, he told all the young lads there, he said, look lads, he says, I'm out injured at the moment, he said, I, I have to go to the doctor myself, I have to pay all the bills, my rent still hasn't been paid, I'm not going to be fighting now for another six months, I have all these bills to pay, I have everything to do, it's all on me. If any of you as young lads here, if you pick up a cold, you will be, you'll have four coaches around you, they'll whisk you off to a medic, you'll come back, they'll give you a medication, you're wrapped up in cotton wool, you'll be, you know, you'll be well looked after, like, so he's seen it, like, he's seen what it does, like, although he, here, living it. he had no interest in the amateur game, all this was was a stepping stone, Yeah, he actually seen it firsthand then, that, do you know what, like, the amateur game is so well, in Ireland, they're so well looked after, like, and I think that's why, like, the likes of Paddy Barnes, the likes of Michael Conlon, um, John Joe Nevin he only saw him pro you know they stick around Katie as well Katie Taylor she was Kenny, offered, Egan, yeah. Kenny, Kenny Egan Kenny Egan and he was offered yeah. serious money as well to go back to America and stuff yeah. like that you know because he'd been over there years ago um, with George Foreman like he went over there to uh, to George Foreman's club and all that and he brought him around and everything like that and I'm sure he was well, offered a lot yeah he went over the club yeah. trip over there yeah, to, yeah. Um, yeah was there any part of you that wanted to go pro yeah, well I did actually um I did get in contact with a, um, a promoter over in England and wanted to, uh, yeah, want, my style of fighting would have been ideal for for the program. Like, I wasn't I wasn't a heavy hitter, but I was a bit like sort of Wayne McCullough. From the first bell, bang, straight out, all action, till the last bell, sit, sit back down, you know, wrecked. Yeah. But the thing was, I didn't have a big punch, but like the likes of that now, like the professional game, I would have got on really well at, mm. do you know? Um but so I did um, have a promoter over in England, and he booked flights. He had everything booked for me to go over and to do. It was like a trial, say for instance. Wanted to come over. Wanted to see me. Um, to, he wanted me to do a few sessions, have a chat with me, and all that. Like I need everything booked. And uh, I, I think it was a week before. I just I, di- I didn't. I, I turned it down. I don't know why. Serious? I don't know why. Yeah, still. See, yeah, yeah. Nearly yeah. again. Nearly. Yeah. Nearly. <laughs> I'm the nearly man. <laughs> you nearly turned pro. Nearly turned pro, yeah. Nearly was on. Just change yeah, your yeah, heart. Yeah, just, just, I, yeah, the, I, I'm pretty sure my eldest little one, Abby, she was alive then. Yeah. She was probably one or two at the time. And I just decided, no, you know, I can't. Like, to me, then, like, I just there was no one I could really approach about the program. Like, it would have been like up sticks and move over there. Like, and yeah. I remember, like, we were going to like moving the whole family over there, yeah. and but it was just. I, I, I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know, I didn't know how to go about it. I didn't know, you know, but I should have went over and just There's no chat. kind of guidance counselor, no guidance. so to there, speak. There was no, like, because there was very few pro boxers in Ireland that I could have went to, like, you know what I mean? And says, like, you know, what do you think? Do you think I should go pro? Like, and they, they could have told me, like, oh, well, don't do this or do that. Like, no one did. I remember, actually, I got in contact with Wayne McCullough and uh, I asked him, and uh, I think I sent him a, an email and he got back to me and said, 
just one thing to do, JP, is just make sure you have a good solicitor around you and stuff like that. Like, and a good lawyer, he said, actually. And uh, and that sort of scared me a little bit because, I, you know, I'm one of these lads who's like, you know, I take lads on face value and boxing promoters would probably spit me, you know, they'd eat me up and spit me out. I yeah. wouldn't know. I don't know. I didn't do, I didn't go there in the end. Like, But like, it is something that I, I sometimes I do regret and then sometimes I think to myself, do you know what? No, probably better off without it just sticking yeah. to the amateur game. Like, yeah. 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 Well, love yeah. Better I ask that. Mm. Just, uh, last, lastly on the Olympics, what is the story this year with the whole voting for pros to be mm. in it? What's yeah. going on here? Um, so, the, Bizarre. Okay, so yeah, so the argument, like, okay, like the argument for me is, you know, I loved watching, like, you know, I, me- I remember you know, like watching Karut and watching Wayne McCullough on the box winning yeah. medals, like, and I thought to myself, that is unbelievable what they're doing. Like, I think I'd only started boxing at the time, like, the Barcelona '92 was it? Yeah, '92. Yeah. yeah, so I would have been eleven at the time, like, and I thought this was brilliant. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I want to be like them, like you know, because I started the boxing and I was on the jaw, yeah. you know, and I wanted to. to. So, um, you know, and, and but I grew up watching the, um, you know, boxers with invests with head guards, you know, what I mean, and everything was, you know. It seem it goes back to that sort of gentlemanly thing, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's no badness in them. They're 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 amateurs, and that's that was okay to me, you know what I mean. But I think now, you know, and like that's what I loved about the Olympics. Yeah. And to me, if you're if you're trying to if you're trying to make them pro boxers, it's like snooker and pool. It's two different games. It's two different sports, really. I know it is boxing, but it is two mm. different sports. So that so my argument is, is like. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy what they're trying to do. Like now, there is. I did hear. I did hear someone in the. I was in the national stadium there on Friday when we had them them young lads boxing, and you know, and someone did come across with a good thing like that. What he had heard was the Olymp the International Olympic Council have said, okay, we have the best athletes in the world here. We have Usain Bolt. We have you know, if there's a if there's a high jumper. He's the best high jumper in this world. There's no one better. He's here. Yeah. With the boxers, we don't have the best boxers here. You know what I mean? Okay. We have amateurs. He's the here. best amateur boxers. We have the best amateur boxers, and that's good enough for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's totally good for me because the yeah. pro game is 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 mad to me. You know what I mean? I, yeah. You know, I I love it, but I, I, my love is amateur boxing. Yeah. Um. So they don't have the best boxers, and I think that is where it's trying to go. I it's, think it's. I, I, I can't I, ever I, see it going there. Yeah, I don't really. I don't know how I feel about that because if I look at it and I kind of say, I can. I can see one side of the argument, especially if you say you look at football at the Olympics, and you're going to see, you know, you're going to see some of the best players in the world when football's at. Like if you look at London 2012, you know, you'd run gates. Yeah, you know all that sort of stuff. Um, but if you look at the combat sports in it, they're not really. The, the professional professional like no, like in their not. in their training and their preparation yeah. and everything like that of course they are yeah but I mean if you look at, at judo and the I think I told you about this before at London twenty twelve judo uh, Cuban Ricardo Blast Junior a man that makes me look skinny <laughs> you know what I mean like he's yeah. he was thirty two stone competing at the Olympics like and 
He's not. He's Olympics not professional, is, but he's is, amazing. Is Olympics but not all about amateur sports, though. But you see, this is the thing. now it's, it's turning like the golf get, and all are like, coming that's, in, and that's yeah. the thing. Like that's sort of bringing it is the golf. Like so, you have the best golfers. Like and I think, I think like I don't know if Mickelson's going to represent the United States, and you know, mm. and like okay, if you want multi-millionaires, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, and it's the same. Like with, but like when you say, like when you say with the footballers, like it's only selected. Like you're not going to have the best. Teams because it's only a select. It's under twenty trees. Yeah, it's under twenty trees. And you're allowed three over twenty yeah, trees or something like you know, that. But that, but like, yeah. to me, like, if I want to see, like, you know, if, I love watching football. Love it. Mm. You know what I mean? But like, football and the Olympics, it, I don't really, you know, it, you wouldn't associate no, them together. Yeah, wouldn't yeah. be that interested to be honest with you. This the, like now the athletics, love it, absolutely love it, and here. And probably is because they are the best in the country, the best in the world. Yeah. Like when you see Usain Bolt, like you think, like he's but, the fastest on the planet. But with the athletics, it doesn't get much bigger than the Olympics. Exactly. Like the, the Olympics is the pinnacle that for athletics. Exactly. There, yeah, there's nothing yeah. else. Whereas yeah. with every other sport that's involved, maybe with the exception of swimming, every other sport, yeah, there is something bigger. Like. Exactly. So yeah. yeah, I don't know if I buy into that kind no, of. No, I, I don't buy. Best. I don't buy into order. You know, yeah, like I, 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 I would prefer. Like the, you know, if they just left it to, like, amateur boxing and, and we, yeah. we do what we do, the professionals. Because, like, the professional boxing game is, it's a tough, tough living of someone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah it's, 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 it's really, really hard. I always I mean? took, um, I always took the amateur game of boxing. I've, I've come, I'm seeing a bit of a different side now since talking to you, but I always took it as in, like, you know, in, in comparison to football, scouts go to Joey's uh, mm. underage matches at 15, 16 and, you know, try and find the next Roy Keane out of Ireland or whatever. I always took it that professional promoters, professional pro boxing promoters might show up at the national stadium and try and pick out the next fucking yeah. Katie Taylor or Michael yeah. Collin for the pro game though. Yeah. But I'm... Is it, that not would that not be promoted within amateur circles? That it, like that, that like it, it doesn't. I don't think it do seems to happen. Pro? I don't think I don't think that happens. Like I, I I think it's like it happens if you medal at it Olympics. Well, at the medal, yeah, definitely. But I, I think it. I think with boxing, I think it's the other way. Actually, I think what happens is is fellas would be say boxing in Ireland or whatever. Say say they, they box in the senior championships. They don't um, get a, they they lose in the senior championships. I think it's them that go looking for the promoter. Yeah. They go pro. Do you know what I mean? Like, so mad, it, yeah. yeah, so it's like so the James boxers Owen go Evan to the... Yeah. looked for a promoter, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, like, no, he, he meddled. But, like, he, he, like um, say Steve Collins. Like, Steve Collins, like, went to America, like, and, you know, joined the, joined the gym over there, like, and, and you know, told for the Rush, you know, I, I, want, I want to go professional. You know what I mean? Like, you know, make me a professional boxer. And, now, I think he'd actually done some already before he went over. Mm. But, like, and it's the same with Bernard Dunn. Like Bernard Dunn didn't medal at the Olympics, although he was one of our best amateurs. Yeah. He didn't medal at the but he went to America and he, you know, and I want to turn professional. Like, mm. So I, I think it's, I think it's a bit like. A different way, yeah. You know, here, like, I think, like, if you were, if you were a, a professional promoter, I think, it, like, it is, that's your breeding ground. Like, you yeah. would yeah. see a kid and think, geez, he's made for the pros. Like, but yeah, it doesn't seem to happen. It, so it, is, yeah. it is weird. I just want to ask you one more Olympic-related yeah. question. Do you think the team, um, the boxing team going over, will will there be any effects with no Billy Walsh there? I think, yes. I think definitely. There will like, be effect? Yes, I think there will be, yeah. Now, 
it mightn't be okay. So 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 this is this is my take on on um, the the Billy Walsh thing. I think Billy Walsh is a brilliant coach, but his best thing is man managing. He's like he's able to take like he he seems to be able to keep the lads all focused all looking to perform, all looking to get the best. He wants to get the best out of them. He seems to be yeah. able to do that. I think Zor, who's with him, Zor Antia, the Georgian um, coach, he is phenomenal technically. Like So he, so, and I think so the, two of them, the two of them bounced off each other. Like, And you'd see them in the corner. Billy would be banging the bleeding ring. He'd be, you know, and Zor would be nice and quiet. He'd be doing the technical stuff. Billy then would get in and would be saying, you know, look... He be chained them up. It's all we've done the tennis, and they worked brilliant together. I think now, just watching the last worlds um, with the girls, watching the um, a couple of the Europeans, you know, with with the, with the with the men. I think definitely Billy Billy is 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 missed around there, and I think I think what's happening is is to me, I think they're. Zor is not being utilized to his best capacity because he's trying to do Billy's job now. He's trying to man manage. I don't think that's his thing. I think he's the. I think he's phenomenal technically. Like, and I think he should be left to do the technical stuff. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I leave you. all the crap. Leave all the crap to Billy. Is it of, something? Is it something we talk about football like club management wanting to be international managers, coaches? Mm-hmm. Is, is it something that you aspire to do in the future? Take on the myself. Yeah, the high performance. Definitely. Yeah, that is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now, like, there is, um, as you were saying earlier on, there is like. Um, I've done me, I've done me all my coaching things. So, say for instance, like you know, like, uh, like I have badges now where I can um, coach at um, international competitions. You have to do all these exams and all these courses and stuff like that. So, I've all them done now. Like, so it's like you're your way for a yeah, yeah. coach. Yeah. So, I can do corners now in um, international competitions, the likes of world championships, Europeans, and all that. So, I've done that now, and I, and so there is talk now, like. There the other day, so I've been heavily involved for the last three to five years with the Dublin Schoolboys team. Um, so not only with Monkstown, but with the Dublin team. And um, like there the other day, we had out of 80 in, um, Irish champions, there was eight from Dublin, which is a brilliant, brilliant achievement. And the thing is, is it's not it's not made up of you know six from Monkstown and three from Crumlin mm. or that. It's actually eight different boys from eight different clubs. So it just shows you that, you know, the coaching in Dublin is, at the moment, for schoolboys, is at, a, is at a, an all-time high. Wow. Now, the thing is, is we're struggling at the senior level. Like, our last senior champion was Kennedy Egan. And at one stage, Dublin had five senior champions. There was myself. There was another, John Kinsley. He was a super heavyweight. Yeah. There was um, Kenny Egan. Um, there was Ian Thames. And I think Darren Sutherland, I think there was the five of us, you know. Now, there's no, and there hasn't been a, a senior, a Dublin senior champion for the last couple of years. Like, And I think there's, like, even when they're competing, like, there's only one or two entering from Dublin. Like, mm. So we're missing up there a little bit. Okay. So we're, and, but we're, 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 we're loaded down at the bottom, you know what I mean? Like, so it's just going to be, it's just, it, it, it comes in cycles, you know what mm. I mean? Like, but hopefully when we put the structures in place, so I'm sort of helping the schoolboys thing to put the structure in place so we can, Move it on, and, and move it on when they get up there, it'll be. We're, we are just out of time, Polly. But, yeah. but before we let you go, obviously, because you're such a boxing man, we recently lost arguably the greatest of all time in Muhammad mm. Ali. 
Um, we're going to be doing a Muhammad Ali special over the next, uh, what was it, next two weeks' time, three weeks' time, thereabouts? Yeah, you'll know when you hear it, lads, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it would be a shame if we kind of let you go out, have a little chat about him. Yeah, I'd love to, I'd love even, to. Even just sharing yeah. kind of your favourite memory or that, because we know you have a home to go to. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, like, what, what what's kind of your overriding memory or, or do you ha- have you ever heard a story about Ali that you think Jesus that's amazing like I, yeah I just think um, but he himself won like, uh, the like Olympics as well actually sorry we should touch what's that, that? He, he won gold the Olympics yeah. as well he won 60. a gold in the Olympics Fraser did as well that's right yeah. Fraser did yeah. Foreman, Foreman did as well, as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean look at that tree Holmes not sure no I don't, Holmes, I think, no, I don't, I don't sure. know Holmes in medal he was definitely at the Olympics I don't think Norton did either now yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, they they did it, and uh, Tyson, I think it was he in the junior Olympics or something like that. Like junior, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, no, just getting back to Ali, um, like I, I grew up watching them, as I was saying, um, that that video of him with, with um, and and the, the thing was is like um, they're all sitting around in a ring, and there was the five of them. There's there's Ali, Fraser, Foreman, uh, Kenny Norton, and Larry Holmes, and. What happens is, is the, you know, they watch the fight of of each, and then they have a little chat after, like, and they're all, yeah. they're all giving each other a stick. You know what I mean? Like, ah, I should have beat you there. You should have this. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. It is. It's absolutely brilliant. Like, they're still having the crack. Um, but the t- the thing with Ali, which I absolutely loved, was like when he was down and he was dead. You know, he was down and out, buried. Like, he's not coming back. He's you know, like he lost to Fraser. Oh, he's gone now. You know what I mean? Like that's that's it. That the hype is gone now. He's no, he's no use now. He came back and be Fraser. You know, like and yeah. I love that. I lo- I absolutely love like being beaten by someone. Like you know, after that, like and he he, he was beaten that time and he took a, a knockdown. You remember Fraser knocked him down. Like like to come back after that, like and beat him. Like and then when he went in against Foreman, like like if 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 you were a betting man, like you would not have went near Ali. To, yeah. to beat Foreman like Foreman was Foreman had had knocked out Fraser he put him down I think it was six times like yeah. he was bashing lads like he was busting them up like and out of nowhere Ali wants to scrap him like and like you know I wasn't love at the time but I'm sure if it was I would have been thinking like what are you <laughs> thinking like are you off your head like <laughs> and to like to have a game plan going into that fight like of you know we're just gonna soak it up, like we're gonna soak up, and then see what he has in the later rounds. In the later rounds, like, and like he, we we all know how it played out, like. But yeah. he took unbelievable punishment in that fight, like. Yeah. Um, I just think that was that's one of the greatest performances, yeah. like in sport. Like, that's like we were saying earlier, that whole yeah. thing of being tactical and knowing how e- to be the guy. Like, exactly. Does yeah. the, the brilliant documentary we were when we are kings? Yes. With that, and see I, that as well. Yeah. There's a part of it where they're talking about Ali training for that and everybody went sparred and heavy and he was just bringing in these big guys where he'd just lean against the ropes and just have them body shot, body shot, body yeah. And they were like, why is he doing that? And then obviously That's what the it rope was. of dope comes yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So for him yeah. to have had that far, so it's so And to, to do like, that, yeah. No, the thing was, was like... watch when we were kings. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. it's brilliant the, actually, the one, I, the one, it's coming back to me now, um, the one that, that of the five of them in the ring, it's, it's Champions Forever, it's called. Okay. Yeah, yeah, brilliant one. That's another good one because the fight them in the ring and they're all chatting with the fight. But um, yeah, like it, it, like if that was nowadays, like if that fight was and he done that to you know to form a nowadays that like that would go down in history. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just because it's back then and you know it's not it's not present. You know what I mean? Like, but like to me that is just like what he done to form an unbelievable. Now, like the thing was like 
he was gifted mm. at boxing. He was, you know, I mean, really, really gifted, like, and but but like he he worked exceptionally hard at it. You know what I mean? He just didn't leave it there. You know what I mean? Like, and would you have liked his trash talking? You spoke about trash. Yeah, talking like on. like I suppose back then, like you know, that was completely new yeah. to everybody. He's, you know what yeah, I mean? Like that was it, really. that like I'm sure like people like would have been like you know. Sonny Liston put a gun on him. Sonny, yeah, there's a brilliant. I know you've seen it. It's one of them I hadn't seen it up until about up until about actually three or four weeks before he died. Funnily enough. Um, ahead of the Sonny Liston for you Sonny Liston's in a casino in Vegas and he's sitting at the table gambling and Ali and his crew come in and Ali's giving it loads he's you big ugly bear Ali no. giving it absolute socks and Liston stands up pulls a gun out of his pocket and fires two shots in the air and Ali and his crew scar back <laughs> <laughs> it like, like Ali was quick for a heavyweight yeah, but he yeah, moved he, like, moved. <laughs> he could have sprinted gold at the Olympics he moved back quick, like. and um <laughs> Liston just sits but like the, the casino like people are legging it and screaming and shitting their pants like and Liston just sits down calms you like opens his jacket pocket and fires two shots just blanks fool yeah. <laughs> 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 he just shot a few blanks but like still, still you know what I mean yeah, that whole yeah. thing of just pulling a gun on him like amazing story yeah. like but, yeah like the, the thing with Ali like doing the trash talk you know there was no badness in him at the same time, you know what I mean? Like, okay, he did mock people and he did, you know mm. what I mean? Like, and you know, but there was no. He woke real Liston's badness. family up as well at two in the morning. That's right. He pulled up a bus outside. Didn't start he start beeping the horn. No yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Well, like that, you know that, like, and like, do you know that, like the um, when he used to like the, 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 the bit of poetry, like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I, like yeah. when you listen to that now, like you think like ah, oh, brilliant, like yeah. Yeah. It, it was also the way he done it. Like he was the. The boxing reporter that used Howard, I can't remember his oh, name. I know he's in, he's in all the the documentaries, and I think somebody even in the film Ali with Will Smith, he, he like somebody has him then because he, he featured in everything Ali done. Like, and Which he is always great, used, by the way. The the film Will Smith uh, is it not? No, I haven't no, seen it. Actually, yeah, I was disappointed anyway. Yeah, but, it's a bit disappointing. But um, <laughs> your man, he always takes takes the mick out of him, and so I think it was building up to that farming fight, and he said to him, um, what about all the people, Ali, who are saying that you're not the same man you were five years ago? And he goes, you know what, I talked to your wife, and she said, you're not the man you were two years ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> even yeah. the porters were inspired. You know just, I mean? Yeah, he was just, just so quick, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he was that, that was the thing. But uh, there was one I heard there, um, the, uh, just, it was actually like after, you know, there were... On, I think it was on Sky Sports. It was on all the the radios anyway. Just talking about some of the poetry you done, you know. But the one with uh, with Henry Cooper was a uh, the um, Henry come out to th- Henry come out to drive, but I put him down in fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> brilliant, <laughs> like absolutely brilliant, like you know. He just, he yeah. just had a way yeah. about him. Oh, he's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. He really did. Yeah. Um, look, Paul, we'll leave it there. It's, it's been yeah. an absolute pleasure, man. And um, just remind people again: Monkstown Box Cup. Yeah. Fourth of July to the third of July. Uh, Holy Child, Sally Noggin. Yeah, five are in each day. Yeah, bargain, five like bargain. Yeah, just and boxing just galore, just to like. add as well, like we have, um, we have a ton of volunteers helping out on the day. No one's paid. Yeah, it's it's absolutely you know it's a huge undertaking from them. Like they like the volunteers are there. Like from like they've been working constantly like coming up to this. Like yeah. especially all the, all the girls and all the doing all the food. Um, so we're going like there's there's a full canteen there. There's breakfast. Um, there's lunch with sandwiches and all that and then we have a barbecue going Brilliant. sausages, burgers whatever you want it's all there and just want to say a massive massive thank you to all the volunteers that, that help us out absolutely and our sponsors yeah. yeah, absolutely fair yeah. play yeah. Um, 
is there socials can people check it out on Facebook or Twitter or yeah so um, Facebook is um, so the boxing club Facebook is Monkstown Dublin Boxing Club um, our, um, we also have a Facebook for Monkstown Box Cup um, our website is Monkstown Dublin Boxing Club dot com it's a bit of a mouthful but <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one that was available someone robbed the rest <laughs> um, so um, and then yeah so just we're on, I'm around Twitter as well um, at Monkstown BC brilliant brilliant yeah. check them all out lads yeah. and look get down we're always on about we'll support review it on a yeah, do. a yeah. future episode beautiful brilliant uh, yeah. we're always happy supporting things from the border so this is another great one to get down to lads absolutely um, you never know we could be seeing a future star future yes, religion you future, will. You future will. hero like. yeah. um, but that's all the time we have for this week chapter 51 our uh, one year birthday party you didn't bring any cake you showed me <laughs> <laughs> you brought me on the, on the, on the special you anniversary you are sweet enough on the present alright Ali Oh uh, yeah, Polly Two C Kinsley. I'm not the um, bone crusher anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Look, um, you can check out all our previous chapters, of course, on uh, on Podbean, on iTunes, on Stitcher, anywhere and everywhere. There's a podcast. Just search WTS Pod, and we're there. Facebook.com forward slash WTS Pod, Ireland Twitter at WTS Pod. You done it with a, <sighs> yeah, That's two weeks in a row. I've that down to a T now, yeah, don't they? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. He's the fibrillator some weeks. I'm going to have to get the old. Uh, <laughs> might have to do one of them oxygen chambers to get me all. Altitude training. Altitude training, and that's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, remember to check out FitzpatrickCastle.com, lads. Uh, don't forget the Botanist Barbecue all somewhere every Friday. Ring them in advance to book your place. 27 quid. Botanist Field. Botanist Prosecco. We've been drinking a few tonight. Um, <laughs> And uh, you'll be well fed and rolling down the hill back to the border. <laughs> Graham, you're at America Mania. I'm at Danjo Murray. Well, look, until next week. Look. Mike, God bless. Look. Thanks, lads. Thanks, Polly.